0: Welcome to OFC Podcast. I'm Leo King, and we have the audio technician. This is Misa, And then we have our two guests, Jeff Bearhand. That's me. Hey. And Riley Gibson. Hey, everyone. And we are going to be talking about uh, kind of the beginning of the OFC and the history of it and how it's gotten to its present-day form, and then maybe we'll kind of make some predictions about the future. So um, first off, Do you guys kind of want to introduce who you are to the OFC and just the film community in general? Whoever wants to start first.
1: I guess I'll start first. My name is Jeff Barahin. I am the current board chair of the Olympia Film Collective, uh, Olympia's only 501c3 nonprofit that supports independent filmmaking, the creation and support of. And also, we have uh, two goals to increase diversity and inclusion in the... Film industry for uh, women and people of color.
2: Hi, I'm Riley Gibson. I'm a Olympia-based filmmaker, a small business owner, and I teach video editing at South Puget Sound Community College. Well, what business do you own, Riley? Thanks for asking, Jeff. Uh, Jeff and I co-own Skybear Media, Olympia-based video production company that specializes in working with nonprofits, tribal organizations, government, government, as well as anything you can possibly. Come up with that involves video or media or education. That's right.
0: How did you guys meet initially? Because you you're both on the board, or at least Riley. You might be. stepping. Yeah, I, I, I recently stepped down from the board. So Riley, but you've been on the board for the you know all of the OFC until now. Um, so you guys started the OFC together, right? Correct.
1: Well, let I'll let Riley actually tell this story. <laughs> okay, okay, I'd like to hear his version of things.
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll see. <laughs>
2: Okay, so go. <laughs> I god, I think it was 2011 I moved to Olympia and I had recently finished uh, my masters in filmmaking and I was came here and, and I was like, well, wow, there's not a whole much of a it was not much of a film scene as I was hoping. Um and I, I was used to kind of having people all around uh, especially in grad school that made movies. So it was very easy to find crew. Um so I, I hadn't made a movie and I was looking to maybe just get on a crew, do something, shoot something. And I was looking at Craigslist, which I know sounds kind of creepy, but I, I was like, fine, I'll post an ad on Craigslist. And I got a bunch of responses. And one of those responses was from Jeff Bearhand. Um, probably by far the creepiest of the responses came from Jeff Bearhand. <laughs> I'm sure it was.
1: <laughs> I'm sure it was.
2: Um, but yeah. he, he, I mean, I, I wasn't really sure how to move forward. I just knew I wanted to make movies with other people. And so I think Jeff suggested that everyone who wanted to meet at Cafe Vita on a certain day. And it uh, ended up only three of us showed up, even though we had gotten a bunch of responses from this. And Jeff. Uh,
1: Welcome to Olympia. Yeah.
2: Jeff <laughs> was like, all right, let's get this rolling. I got a movie. Uh, you, know you guys want to make it? And the other person, Dylan Glockler, who showed up was like, sure, I'll shoot it. And I said, I will crew it. And that's how uh, The Sweet Sorrow, Jeff's short film, I believe one of your first short films, right?
1: One of the first, yes.
2: That's how it was made. And it was shot over a weekend in downtown Olympia.
1: And uh, It was technically my second, actually, although I had worked crew on five others.
2: Yeah, his first was a, a, a zombie movie with his son.
1: No, that was just at home messing around stuff. Okay. No. The first one was called Torn Emotion. It's <laughs> about father and son reconciliation. It's something I made in Santa Fe uh, at the the Institute of American Indian Arts. Um, they had a program, a six-week summer intensive, where they got producers on one side and, um, I guess, directors on the other. And we worked together to create a script and then to make it um, within six weeks. So we all basically had to work and make the other person's scripts. And mm-hmm. then they worked on ours. So we made like six of them in in six weeks. It was a lot of fun. Very intensive, you can imagine. Um, But it it turned out well.
2: I remember after I got an email back from everyone, I did some research about who these people were and what kind of experience. And I remember (laughs) going on Jeff's YouTube page, and he talked about having recently purchased a Canon 60D, which was the first camera DSLR I remember purchasing too. So I felt some a a, a Um, bond just from the beginning right there the
1: kindred spirits (laughs) permeating and I it it, I would say it is a bit serendipitous though because I too also moved to Olympia around 2011 I'm pretty sure Hmm. and I just got was coming off this high that I you know I I did this intensive um, summer workshop and making my first short so you get that high like oh man i'm gonna get into this and really and i get to olympia and there's nothing you know i'm like looking around i go to the olympia film society and they just have theater and showing movies and they had a film ranch but it was i don't know had been since a few years uh closed up mm. um and then yeah not much else going on else uh, there's small pockets of people doing things i guess but so that's uh, uh how we had to resort to craigslist to I, find anybody
2: i don't think i mean. I've lived in a few different places, and uh, maybe it's a bit different in larger cities. But it is extremely difficult to find people that you can sustain a relationship with in the filmmaking. Uh, just if you move to a new area, it's yeah. like I've I've had a lot of trouble finding that. And even after five or six years with the OFC, you know the people that you can rely on that come into this pro this this community, you know, it, it's not like leaps and bounds or tons of people all the time. It's yeah. like a, maybe a couple people every year yeah. that become reliable members. So meeting like on the first Craigslist ad I shot I shoot out, meeting Jeff and meeting Dylan Glockler was kind of I don't know, it was very lucky.
1: Yeah. Yeah the um <laughs> the meetup. <laughs> I, I don't re- I remember meeting at Cafe Vita back when it was open. Um, I do remember that first, and then just kind of discussing what we wanted to do, because my story actually starts in 2011, but it also, uh, I have to add a a familiar character, his name is Russell Brooks, he came over, I'm going to have to say he followed a girl (laughs) out west, likely story, right, and uh, she happened, I happen to know her. Uh, I met her back when I was in DC, my time over there, and uh, but she was coming over, so we knew each other, and I was here, and so she stopped in to say hi, and some large dude walks in behind her, and it was Russell, hmm. and apparently she wanted to us to meet because we had a similar passion for filmmaking. He was coming from Montana and had a uh, contender independent films, or um, and wanted to meet people in the area since he was moving over here, um, from, I guess he lived in Tacoma at the time, but was moving to Olympia permanently with her. Um, so, you know, he, we got into talking and he's the one that unearthed, uh, the first, uh, script Sweet Sorrow because he was, well, let's just make something. And, Mm. Um, he went through a pile of scripts that I was writing just for practice or fun, you know, just to exercise. And uh, he found it, and it was only like four or five pages. It was really short, uh, three locations, two characters. So it was something easily made, and so he decided just let's, let's do this. So it was really Russell who was the impetus to me getting started on something. Mm. You know, it's really great when you have something like that to just push you along, you know, along your journey because sometimes you get stagnant. And you need those people to come into your life. And that's kind of how the OFC operates as well.
2: I would also say you need someone who's like Jeff is unusually trust trusting of people he doesn't know. Um, and I think you kind of need one person to take a chance on other people. Yeah. Uh, in order for anything to get started like this.
0: What? So so when so what did that conversation come about where a group of people sat down and said, let's make the film collective that wasn't at cafe
2: pita was it or that hear, wasn't a conversation it i here going okay. version. Of the story. <laughs> okay. Uh it's that that the collective came about uh in two ways i and th- then i think in the original craigslist post i had mentioned forming some kind of group or collective and okay. but where it really was established was after we made our first movie jeff got the actor in his movie to make us a website okay and he, Jeff named that website will be a film collective. And that was it. Like that's so literally only film. So it changed to only film.
1: I always give credit to Mac Mac Proctor. Mac Proctor is the actor that was in the first uh, short film, the sweet sorrow. And he was living on a boat in the sound at the time. And it was the winter and there was a big hole in the boat because he was trying to fix it, but just didn't fix it in time. So he was out there freezing and you know it, it's funny like Russell <laughs> Russell has a story of him driving him out into the middle of the woods and dropping him off in the middle of nowhere. It's like, mm. yeah, stop here. What? We're in the forest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's all right, it's all right. He gets out and just walks and disappears into the woods. So apparently he had a boat anchored out there in the sound and um was living out there so illegally you know, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah
2: we didn't need this yeah that.
1: maybe i shouldn't have told that story but. Yeah, illegally or not and his name Illeg- wasn't
2: mac proctor <laughs> good luck finding him even now <laughs> yeah. He,
1: yeah so he le- he actually left olympia on a bike i actually took him um craigslist we found a bike and he just went and bought a bike and he just biked and, away and yeah he biked away just saying. set off east and, <laughs> and had this whole journey across the united states and oh, wow. they kind of lost a uh, little bit of I mean, it lost track of with him somewhere in florida but
2: i think he's driving yeah. a truck now oh, <laughs> he's yeah, upgraded right. to a <laughs> vehicle <to people. laughs>
1: <laughs> he's found he's found wheels but uh yeah so mac um you know, I felt bad, you know, like he'd, he'd, um, uh, worked for us for free, um, as mm-hmm. an actor and, you know, put up with us for a whole weekend. And I was like, man, come on, just come just live on my couch for a while. You know, I have a lot of room, just, you know, it's warm. So okay. he did, he came over and you know, slept on the couch. I I had a bed. I didn't understand this part, but there was a bed upstairs. He could like, a whole bedroom. (laughs) Yeah, and he slept on the couch. And it was kind of annoying because I'd have to, like, creep downstairs, like, not wake him up and I'm trying to, like, (laughs) cook dinner in the morning or breakfast in the morning. And he's, like, laying there. I was like, dude, just sleep upstairs. But I didn't tell him that. I just let him sleep there. But anyway, he was very grateful. He was really grateful to have the the place to stay and so that's when you know he said well i want to give something back you know i, I want to can i make you a website you know i like, go well, i don't need a website whatever i want to <laughs> say it for uh sure. it's like, well what about what about your group what about you know i can make a website for you guys well we're a, not really a group we're just <laughs> yeah. a bunch of guys that made a film together sure it's like well but then that's when the whole the wheel started turning i remember it was mm-hmm. like really late at night like past midnight and we were just sitting up talking and um did that. And I said, like, wow, that sounds really cool. Yeah. what? Can and then the word collective was in my mind. I'm not sure mm-hmm. where I heard it from, but it mm-hmm. was coming into being sort of nationwide in different parts uh, of the country. And mm-hmm. um, I even heard it somewhere in Olympia, too. And, you know, getting to be in Olympia, you kind of hear about, you know, how groups of people form mm-hmm. In, whether it's a collective or a guild or whatever they're doing, yeah. commune. <laughs> but um, working together uh, for a common goal uh, is easier. So, yeah, the collective word came to mind. And then obviously film. And then obviously we're in Olympia, Olympia Film Collective. So mm. that night uh, he created the website. Wow. Um, I bought the uh, domain name. Luckily it was available. And then that's how it was born
2: and for the next 5 years we were mistaken for the Olympia film society. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, yeah. For sure.
0: Yeah. Branding. Um so so what what were some of the ideas behind the OFC and maybe talk onto uh maybe how how kind of your initial plans didn't turn out the way you thought or maybe they did and kind of like the inception versus kind of present day OFC if it
2: changed at all so for me personally uh forming this group was kind of a reaction to experience I had on working on a feature film in Seattle hmm. um this was actually a pretty well-known film in Seattle and I was still in grad school at the time and I had some gotten an internship through a contact and the first day of working on this film the UPM takes me into her office and just starts, I, I hadn't said 10 words to her, but she just, she looks me in the eye and she goes, I don't know who the F you think you are, but I will ruin your career if you think you're taking over this film. Whoa. And I'm just an intern. <laughs> I don't know anything, but I was like, okay, this is, is this how it works? Cause if this is how it works, I want nothing to do with it. Yeah. And so as a, like a young filmmaker that was like, whoa, mm. this, this is not how I want to be making films. Yeah. Um, so forming the collective for me was about creating a a place where I felt that creative ideas could be expressed and that people could have fun making films like the same way you do in college right We're, we're doing this not necessarily to create a brand or create a name or make a ton of money we have this idea and we really like doing this and if it doesn't work out it doesn't work out now I just want details.
1: <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't think you've actually told me that story.
2: I've told, I've told I told you and Russell that, but we were at yeah. the bar. <laughs> oh, okay. A <Yeah, laughs> couple, <never>. couple drinks.
0: <laughs> so, what, so what do you think about present-day OFC then, Riley? If that was kind of your initial idea of what this was or what you wanted it to be and how was it?
2: I think I, my original idea was um, a bit naive. Mm-hmm. I think... in in order for OFC to succeed there, people don't want to just join onto projects without some kind of end goal. Mm -hmm. And I think the way OFC is working now is there's a very specific goal in mind Mm -hmm. and there's objectives that people are trying to accomplish because otherwise it's just kind of a free for all that people can come in, do whatever. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately with that kind of situation, a lot of the responsibility falls onto a few people. But if this is going to be a successful group, Everyone kind of needs to take charge and be able to see the, the goals that the collective have set up and work towards those. Yeah. So it's, I mean, I th- like again, I think I was a little bit naive when mm. I thought, oh, we'll just make movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone will make movies. We'll just make great movies.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I agree too, because I was, I, I would probably have to say that I was a bit naive too in the beginning too. I had ideas and they might have been a bit lofty. Like I do see, like in my mind, I have Mm -hmm. this vision of a studio, a large place, Mm -hmm. you know, um, everything a filmmaker would want and and need uh, to make feature films. And I I see this idea of turning out feature film every year. And we have these goals. I mean, that's where we're going to get to. But that's always what I wanted. But I think I I was naive in thinking I could have it sooner <laughs> you know, than i thought than is actually you know possible because it does i mean what we do is actually very difficult you yeah. know you know coming up with the concept writing it um getting people you know excited about it and keeping that excitement up over a period of time finding mm-hmm. the money because a lot of people have to live uh, when you're dealing with filmmakers you're dealing with their lives and you're dealing with filmmakers who actually uh, work on the side um, Actually, as as producing video for corporations government whatever Um, so you're asking them to work for free usually in the beginning Mm -hmm. and at a certain point as a filmmaker you have to have a little bit of self-respect and start paying people you know because you can't not pay people you know and and live on favors forever so there's a certain point where you kind of break and you can't do that anymore Mm-hmm. So then you're responsible for coming up with the money. And then they get to this, this whole business side of things, not just creative, you know, how are you setting yourselves up um, mm-hmm. to be successful? So that, when you, you start getting bogged down in that whole mire of, of, of yeah. the realities of the filmmaking business. Yeah. Um, and that's the part where I think people find the most difficulty.
0: No, it's interesting that you say that because I think some of the... S- that that's something that's kind of a, a, a at least a novice filmmaker is thinking about the business side is that something both of you kind of had to come to terms with or had to understand like you know like Riley was saying initially maybe a little naive to think we're gonna start making features right away or you said like you know we're not gonna you know it's been five six seven years and we're not making features every year or the F C isn't end trying to reconcile like oh you have to kind of be business savvy and like that's a big part of it too like films kind of need to have a little bit of money or a little bit of understanding of that f- field whereas i i think a lot of the times filmmakers might not have that initially or maybe just maybe just young ones or i'm not sure
2: i think if you're a, an early 20 something male that's interested <laughs> in filmmaking sure. you probably think you're the reincarnation of orson wells <laughs> <Sure>. at <laughs> a certain point in your life which is Fine, yeah, but it's also like who wants to deal with that person (laughs) for sure. So, there's I had a huge learning curve, yeah. Like, I I had worked, but most of my life had been in school. Like, I I had full time jobs, I taught, but coming coming here and trying to make movies, there's so much I didn't understand that I like learning from Jeff and Russell was was a huge opportunity for me that I didn't realize at the time because these were actual adults and I was a okay. kid. Even though like, I, I loved making movies and I'd done a lot of it, like, these were people that saw a side of the business that I really didn't understand or didn't care for at the time. And yeah. over time, I've learned to kind of care for that and respect that side of the business.
1: Yeah. You also have to think about, too, the relationships. I mean, like any, um, any grown-up uh, career, you have to deal with people. and especially in filmmaking because you can't do it alone well you can but
2: unless you're an animator
1: (laughs) or an animator editor if you're working in one thing but if you want to be a filmmaker quote-unquote you know and be a director you got to deal with all kinds of people yeah and like, like i said earlier keep the excitement up you know make things happen for the long haul because these things take years to make and that's the reality and if one film takes Years to make, then you know what? <laughs> what are you gonna do in that time in between? You know, and that's kind of where the OFC started with the short films and with the studios and with um, the different like labs, uh, screenwriting, acting, docs, I and mean, we we do all that stuff. But we have that goal to for larger, larger things. Yeah. Um,
2: I think our goal at this point is to create a an organization that we wish we had, moving here. Yeah. And yeah, definitely. I, the only downside of that is we don't get to do as much creative stuff as we would like anymore. Cuz sure. I mean, running an organization, getting an organization to be self-sufficient is a ton of work and you can't do that and also be writing your feature length script on the side and also be working enough to live and also you know, have a a life where you every now <laughs> yeah. and then you take your dog for a walk or something. <laughs> yeah. True. True.
0: What what are some of the things for people who maybe don't know what the OFC is about now? What are some of the things that the OFC kinda does or provides or, you know, the communities that you could join if you're someone that maybe doesn't really know and is kind of this is piquing their interest, let's say?
1: You know, I should say that, you know, I don't wanna be pessimistic about where we're at and what we've done, you know, or how difficult this has been because yeah. it has been a joy to 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 be here and to create something from nothing and to create one of the pillars of the arts community in olympia uh, the filmmaking and and supporting that and growing it and along that journey we've met a lot of great people and a lot of people have come to join us and support us um so i'm not going to say it's just me and riley or me riley russell and dylan or but there's a lot of other people that have come in that are still here, Come some that have come in and, and gone on because we're a transient group. Um, but, you know, a lot of good has come from it. Yep. And a lot of people are doing a lot of things. You know, we, we have Bougie Waldron doing the screenwriting groups. We have Ira Katz, a great actor, doing leading the actor labs. You know We have uh, all kinds of people doing all kinds of things. And that's what's great about this is the diversity of the the, the People that have come along that that, that have stuck, uh, those are the people that you want around you, and those are the people that are going to help you grow.
2: That's true. I shouldn't be so pessimistic about stuff. <laughs> we, I mean, the fact that we now have consistent meetings of you know more than ten people is incredible, and um, the fact that we're on a regular basis films are being produced through the collective is what I always wanted, and what yep. I think everyone always wanted. Yeah. yeah.
1: And I think that people recognize who the group is now. Um, We did receive our first uh, City of Olympia arts grant for $3,500 recently. Mm -hmm. So that's just one recognition by our own city that um, we're up and coming. You know, that that people know about us. Uh, All the other arts organizations in the area know about us. The theaters know about us. The film people know about us. So we have a presence, and I'm very proud that that presence. is a good one,
2: you Yeah, know? It's like our crew found us. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but you know, the Olympia Film Collective as a whole is uh, is a 501 C3, C3 nonprofit since uh, 2017. And so we just completed our first year and we have different um, grants that we've received and some support and we have uh, equipment that has been bought um, and which we are—we're still in the midst of forming um, who we are, how we're gonna be organized, uh, what our programs are. But there are two main programs that we uh, sponsor, um, and they are two programs that help uh, you know push our mission along of inclusion and diversity in the film industry. And that's working with young women uh, who hopefully will become filmmakers. And these women are the Girl Scouts. Um, our local Girl Scout troops who are learning their, or earning their digital movie-making merit badge and acting for the spotlight badges. Um, We also offer a uh, filmmaking workshop for our local Native uh, American youth, uh, for our local tribes, the Squally, Squaxin, and Chehalis tribes, and we work with them at something called the Intertribal Youth Film Project that uh, offers the opportunity for them to learn how to make a film over the course of a year and to um, have a film made by, by summer. So these are both script-to-screen sort of efforts and just the, you know our chance to give back to the community that supports us. And uh, we also have uh, four Olympia Film Collective members, um, screenwriting groups, as mentioned, um, Actor Labs. We have a studio where we meet at TC Media um, and we make uh, some sort of short film or recreation of, of a you know, of a film within four hours. So it's just the time to just really get in there and do something quick and and, and get it done quickly, so that we have show that we're making stuff, and we have the opportunity to exercise our chops as directors or as act- actors. Um, what else are we doing?
2: Well, we hold monthly meetings, which give people an opportunity to kind of talk about the projects that they're doing. Um, it also gives people a chance to meet other filmmakers in this area and potentially find projects to work on or find crew for their own personal projects. Um,
1: That's also possible at the destination OFC meetings every Sunday from 2 to 5 here at, uh, here at uh, Skyber Skybear Media Olympia Film Collective offices, located at 414 and a half Legion Way Southeast, just uh, in the alley, purple door behind the Fishtail Restaurant. You'll see a big sign that says OFC this way.
2: Uh, a few months back, we received an amazing donation from South Puget Sound Community College for a bunch of Mac computers. So now we have an a Adobe Creative Cloud Lab that people can access during the open hours. Um, we're, our, in terms of programming uh, for local filmmakers, we have a couple classes coming up. Uh, we have some intro to digital edi- editing classes that I'll be teaching. We have some independent filmmaking classes that a couple other teachers from SPSCC are putting together. Uh, Misa Misa Martinez is working on an after effects course Um, so there's opportunities for people to learn some of these basic skills
1: thanks for mentioning that SPS South Puget Sound Community College is uh, is a I would say partner at least a a supporter of the Olympia Film Collective and and what they've donated but also we're very uh, close to the uh, the film department um, out at the college that uh, you know we have the opportunity to connect with their students and to share um, the opportunities we have uh, for them outside of the classroom um i know tonight i actually i'm actually going to talk to the uh the film students tonight uh, about the olympia film collective um, so that's pretty exciting nice. just to have that partnership sort of a you know that feeder uh, yeah the,
2: it's almost yeah. like the collective is the advanced Classes once you take the SEC <laughs> <QACC laughs> courses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, all right, kid, you went through these. Now you're ready for the collective. <laughs> true.
1: It's true. The collective.
0: <laughs> um, okay, so if I'm, you know, someone that doesn't know about the OFC and I hear, oh, you guys have general meetings, what kind of, what could I expect coming into a
2: general meeting? I won't necessarily what you can expect, but this is the best way to approach it, I would say. Um, know what you want to do. Like, is there a specific role you want to try or is there a project you're hoping to um, complete? And then come in and be ready to come consistently because there's a lot of people that come in for a meeting or two, uh, but that's not how you can build these relationships with other filmmakers in the area. It's if you are a constant presence at these meetings, if you come in monthly, then you'll start having people volunteer for your projects and people will start asking you to volunteer for theirs. Uh, if you just come in expecting once that you're going to, you know, get what you need, that's not, yeah. that's not how it works. Cause I mean, you're basically, you're building friendships yeah. at this collective. So come in, have a general idea of what you want to do. And if someone asks you what you want to do, don't just say anything. Yeah. Like think about what you actually, do you want to edit? Do you want to direct? Do you want to light? Do you want a camera op? And, and be honest with yourself. Cause yeah if you say, Oh, I'll just grip and you don't actually want to grip, then you're the one that's losing out. Sure. 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 And there's, there's tons of opportunities for you to do any role on set. Yeah. Uh, and that's, what's great about filmmaking is it's, it requires a lot of different roles and a lot of different expertise. And fortunately we have enough skill in the collective that you could try something out for the first time and be okay. Yeah.
0: Um,
2: so if you want to try directing a project and you have a script, Mm-hmm. Um, come into the collective say I'd like to do this and you'll probably find people that will h- offer to help you out yeah. that said don't come in each time and say I want to direct this project without thinking that you should give back in some way by crewing yeah. on other uh, other projects as well because you know you can't just be a director in this group or just be you can, you can sure. be, be a writer but you also need to learn how to help other people Yeah, because your projects are just as important as theirs yeah well give and take yeah
1: so I mean that actually reminds me I should bring up the fact that we do have a production committee we actually have several committees within the Olympia Film Collective um, we have an education committee a finance committee um, we have a studio committee we have a production committee and what I wanted to bring up about the production committee is they're actually um, actively searching for material mm. they're searching for uh, feature films and they're searching for short films they are um, in the process of organizing a a uh two screenplay workshops one for feature one for short and uh in in that way the olympia film collective can get um get submissions for possible productions down the line
2: yeah, yeah so we're looking to build uh, basically a studio not quite a studio system but from the script to the uh production to the editing to the screen we want to, everything to happen within the collective and so through our writing committees or through these script submissions, we'd love to start developing scripts that then we can then use in our productions that then we can then put out into the community. And basically on a consistent basis, have a feature film going, have Mm -hmm. short films going Mm -hmm. and just kind of create almost like a cyclone of opportunities and productions that people could just jump into and kind of find their own way. No, that's awesome.
1: Yeah. I would say like, like, Olympia Film Collective is a microcosm of the larger uh, studio world, you know, or movie-making world. You know, if you can come here and work your magic, um, and get some practice, you know, under your belt, you Mm -hmm. know, and build those relationships, you know, make a presence here in the community, um, you're more than set um, on going on to that next step.
2: If you want to move to L.A. and most people that. Some people that join the collective eventually want to get there, but most like put the way we're doing things here. So what I'm getting is if any of you out there kind of uh,
0: kind of one foot in the water, this is a good supportive place to kind of meet people that will help you. And uh, also kind of what I'm getting a vibe of like, you know, have a good attitude. I, f- I feel like you need to come in with a good attitude and kind of, be able to 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 give to the collective a little bit to be able to take you know kind of this symbiotic relationship um but okay so moving on maybe a little bit from the OFC but what about you guys just as people what what were some of the things that drew you to film and then what would have been some kind of career or just some some moments in film that you can kind of look back on and be really like you were like really happy with or really proud of?
1: I think, uh, you know, personally, I've always been an artistic type of person, very creative, um, very visual. Mm-hmm. I've always been able to draw, i been able to just visualize things and see it in my mind and mm-hmm. put it down on paper. And that's helped me in terms of writing and in terms of uh, pre-production for films. But just to see it in my head and then just tr- be that ability to translate that image, you know, for others to to follow
3: mm-hmm.
1: you know I think that's always been helpful so in that sense you know of course films have always been a part of my life I've always you know touched me in some way um, that you know doing it it seems automatic yeah. like and like once you get, and you get excited too when you're doing it when you're first and I would have to say that making my first short film actually uh, you know getting those words onto the screen and seeing them you know Said by an actual actor, and to see it actually, you know, that's that's an amazing feeling. Mm-hmm. when The first time you see it done, because it's it's may not be exactly as you imagined it, because the, you know everybody takes their little bit and changes it and makes it their own. Um, but it's it's exciting. Like, oh wow, I created that, and now it, it exists. You know, and then just like anything in the world, uh, like I I even I, I had a stint where I installed air conditioning units, mm-hmm. and you know I'd have to build a uh, the cradles or the, the hell, those air conditioning units up into the ceiling. But you know, in the morning there was nothing there at night. When I went home, mm-hmm. there was something there. Mm-hmm. And even if I go there today, it's still there. <laughs> so there's something exciting about making things and creating things. And it's something very fulfilling. Um,
2: and I think it's the same for filmmaking. Yeah. So I, I was actually never good at art. <laughs> um, interesting like, place to start. i i cannot draw <laughs> yeah. um jeff makes fun of me all the time for my drawings stick <laughs> figures yeah <laughs> if um, that yeah, yeah. but I, I i always loved movies um i remember my grandfather had a vhs editing system mm-hmm. that he'd like i get to when i was young like i was barely remember this, but I remember he had set up in his basement or something and I helped with that. But when I finally had the opportunity to make movies, I, was, I, don't, I don't know what it was, is I put the camera up and you, because back then it's just you and your friend, it's usually just two people. So mm-hmm. you both have to act in it and then watch and review the footage. And we didn't have any kind of editing program back then. So we had to edit it in camera. <laughs> um so that was interesting with editing camera for those who don't know is basically you have to sh- shoot it in the order you want it to be edited in um and then i remember going to college and i basically uh my sister made me a deal where she had a Mini DV camera, and I had a car, and I traded my car for the mini (laughs) DV camera, which was, looking back, probably a bad decision. But I still have that camera, and she doesn't have that car, so maybe it wasn't. (laughs) And like, I I remember studying movies, especially kind of European filmmakers like the French New Wave, who I loved, and um, Italian neorealism, and I just saw the way that they portrayed reality. Uh, And that was, that's what I would really drew me to film as opposed to other things. It's the way that realism and reality are captured and how you put that into something. And when it's right, like when you get something right, it's really good on film. Like I remember my favorite film I've ever made was a music video and it was basically one shot. Mm. It was six minutes long and it was a song by Harry Nielsen That was essentially gibberish, but I, you know, for two months before I worked with the actors and we rehearsed six minutes of gibberish in time. And on the day of the shoot, we shot the shot 23 times. And on the 24th take, we, we got it in sync and that was magic. And everyone that day, you know, everyone felt something like that kind of communal sense of Mm. making that film and accomplishing that one thing. And that's, that's why I like film wise. Cause when you do it and you do it with people that you're, you like, and you like working with, it's really good. And it kind of, it brings a joy to life that you don't get in a lot of other stuff.
1: I think one of our highlights, you know, actually Riley and I highlights, you know, thinking back about the Olympia film collective. And the first time that we entered the back then it was called the 72 hour film competition with the grand cinema. We entered with the, um, What's that film called? SOS. SOS. <laughs> Lamest title ever. I don't know why right. we called it SOS, but it, it was, it, you know, I remember that first morning, you know, we were working on the prompt and like what, what, cause we had to come up with the idea of how we're going to implement all of these, a flashlight and how we're going to implement a, a message and how we are going to implement, um, I forget what the other thing was. Um, but it just kind of like clicked, I think, that morning, and we wrote the script out, and it was the idea of using the flashlight in a different way than from what it was intended as, as a light source to be able to see, mm. but more of as a signal in the night. Um, and that one best use of prop, I believe, that but it also won best film, mm. which was, you know, our first, uh, I guess, win as an organization, um, our first year at the two five, it's now called the two five three film competition and it happens every year and it's coming up. Um, so every year we participate in it. Sadly, we were only one that first year. <laughs> so, so, but there's always this year we'll find yeah. out. It's true.
2: I think there's so much wrong that can go so much that can go wrong in a film set that when everything goes right, it's, it's like, it's, it's magic. Yeah. And it's like, there's, I don't, I'm not a religious person, sure. but I, 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 uh, worship film and so when everything goes right on a film set you know that something is special is going on a little touch little touch of god um what
0: do you guys what do you guys kind of want in terms of the future like you've been talking about the um the feature and stuff like that is that stuff that you both kind of want to work on and work towards as well? Or do you kind of want the OFC to kind of like run on its own two feet and kind of let it go or kind of like, where do you guys want to be within the OFC in the next, let's say four to five years or something like that?
2: I think it would be amazing if it ran on its own. I think that would be incredible. I'm not sure if it could yet. I think you need to, uh, make the path for other people to kind of follow, go down. Mm-hmm. And that may involve taking on more leadership roles in certain areas or kind of taking charge of certain things. Um, I've made a feature. It was, it was exhausting, but it was great. I'd love to make another one, but I'd also, I'd love another person to take the reins for, at the OFC and, and, and write and direct a feature that they feel uh, is true to what they believe or true to their storytelling abilities.
1: I'd love that, too. I and mean, we've been doing it for, what, five years now, and I think we've had our time. It'd be great to see other people step up and to other people take the reins and to see how they how they lead, um, where will they go. You know, and, of course, uh, as long as I'm an Olympia, I'll always be a supporter. You know, I'll always, I'll always be here um, helping in any way I can. But... Um, giving people opportunity is also just one of you know the missions of the Olympia Film Collective. So having me as board chair every, <laughs> every year is not something that I I want in terms of the OFC. I want other people to be able to have that opportunity, you know,
2: to take the reins. Yeah. But the person that takes over needs to understand the amount of work that yeah. is required from that position and just how much time and effort Jeff puts into talking to people, meeting people Mm-hmm. reaching out to people reaching out to organizations like it yeah. it it's it's a huge responsibility but it's also i mean it's worth it in the end yeah
1: but in you know in terms of where i want to see the OFC in 5 years you know i was just talking to russell the other day um we were out out here on the on legion way looking across the mm-hmm. looking across caddy corner from where uh, the Pishtail restaurant is and there's this huge building over there Mm -hmm. and i i've always seen that building as 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 a studio Mm. you know because when you go i've actually gone looked inside the windows i don't know what what it is i think it's a state building Mm -hmm. but it's just a huge empty space and and they just keep like junk in there well it looks like construction junk but it's uh it just seems like the perfect place to have like a, a inside studio indoor studio um you know just huge spaces which is all we really need but finding not it doesn't have to be that space but finding a space a dedicated Mm -hmm. space for filmmaking uh, for the olympia film collective and its members i think that would
2: be the a great thing to have within the next five years I, i mean just judging by our facebook page i can't tell you how many times people have asked about studio space in the south sound yeah it's just not here yeah I mean, or it's not here in a way that works for film. It works for photography because you can have a smaller space. But with film, you kind of need a larger area with tall ceilings. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah.
1: I'd love to have our program solidified, too. I mean, right now we do work with tribes, and we work with uh, Girl Scouts. But you have um, those programs really churning out something special. Like, I have big plans. Like, big, I have this vision of uh, the Intertribal Youth Film Project becoming this known program you know nationwide Mm -hmm. that we have actual named uh native actors coming every year to be in this short film which could eventually turn into a feature film Mm -hmm. you know and really just getting the local uh, tribal youth involved in so much that it becomes you know i've seen a lot of this is a lot of film camps come to serve reservations because reservations are remote and to see these camps come in, um, they're there for a week, maybe two weeks, and then they leave. Mm. Um, and then these kids don't have any resources. You know, yeah. they don't have any. You know, If they want to continue in it, there's no one there to continue yeah. with them to, to help them along that, you know, that journey. So that, that was my point in serving just our local uh, tribes here. Mm-hmm. And to be able to—we're in Olympia. In the middle between three different tribes, and why can't we offer that service year-round? Yeah. And so I think that would make once we get this going, we've worked with Squawkson, we work with the um, and we work with Quileute. Um We have a lot. Of, actually, Riley and I have a presence um, through Skybear Media all across the Northwest and different tribes and tribal communities and organizations. So we we've always been. Uh, linked somewhat. But I want the OFC to be also linked in that way that that we're seen as a uh, sort of a, a mainstay mm-hmm. as, you know, just where it, it happens. It's something they can look forward to. Yeah. Always.
0: They can count on. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's what kids need, consistency. For sure. Yeah. You know, expectation
0: so that being said uh, what i was going for is kind of like what what do you is do you think there's untapped potential in olympia and if 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 there is or isn't also how have you seen it kind of grow from the beginning of the UFC to now and then and one thing i'm kind of thinking of in particular is the last olympia film festival i felt like it was just a great turnout and i was like oh my god there is kind of like a a market for people interested in film and want to come out and want to celebrate it, want to be a part of it. And it kind of like to me it kind of meant something. And so I'm wondering what have you guys seen cuz I haven't really participated in the previous one, So maybe that was always there and I'm just kind of aloof. But what 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 have your guys experiences been with that?
1: See I mean I've always been I've always like, I, I want the Olympia Film Collective. I mean, it's called a collective because, you know, we wanna help each other and that, that's my goal mm-hmm. um, in the end is I want people to be able to come here and, and get what they need. If you want something, you have to participate. Yeah. And that's just the basic tenet across all the boards. You gotta do it. Yeah. Um, and coming to the collective, if you want to see your representation on the board, you gotta be a part of the collective. Yeah. You gotta, you know, show up and, and do the work and you know get elected onto that board. Yeah. You know, it's just not going to happen. I mean It's not hard and, to get
2: elected. It's not.
1: Board.
0: It's <laughs> not. Please. <laughs> as long as you're consistent. Yeah.
2: Yep. I think yeah, we're it's always something we're working towards. Like um increasing like we want to increase women filmmakers in the collective, but no. unf- we don't have and I mean we no longer have women filmmakers on the board, unfortunately. Yeah. And there's Obviously there's stuff that needs to change, but, um, maybe we're not the people to change it, but we're happy to relinquish whatever control needs to happen in order for it to change. Uh,
0: is there anything you maybe feel like I missed or, or that you kind of were thinking you would talk about during this sit down that maybe, maybe I overlooked or not maybe. Well, let me ask definitely. you a
2: question. <laughs> sure. Um, you started in Mike's class at yeah. SPSCC and Mike eventually pushed you kind of to join the collective. Yeah. Um, now you're on a bunch of boards now and you're a pretty consistent member. You're on the podcast. Like where do you see the need for improvement and how would you like to see this group moving forward? Cause you're someone mm-hmm. that puts in the work and you're someone that continually participates and that we can rely on as a filmmaker in this area. But I think... The way it's going and the people that I've seen
0: becoming more involved, to me it's on and, you know, maybe it is gradual, and I think a lot of things are just slowly, gradually get better. And to me, since I've joined the OFC, which has only been a little over a year, I feel like it has steadily just inclined. um, And with – I feel like the open OFC, I mean, that was the idea behind it with the the committee that we worked on, is just to allow a place for people to come and just be – more a part of the community and I feel like mostly when you come to the general meetings I think one thing that might deter people is just that all, we all kind of know each other already a lot of the general meeting people so we have a tendency to be more comfortable so like in my family if you're quiet you don't get to say anything because we're all very comfortable with each other so we all like you kind of have to fight for some airspace and so I feel a similar thing not exact not that extreme but a similar thing for the general comedians we're like we already know each other we're already friendly so we don't necessarily or at least maybe i don't necessarily think about when other people are kind of maybe being more quiet so maybe so so that's one thing where i could see if someone just comes in they're kind of like oh this is kind of already a club you know and maybe that's intimidating and i'm not sure really how to remedy that i feel like if you just stick around and are consistent you'll see that it's a club that, yeah, maybe it's a club, but it's a club you're invited to be a part of, and we're just all very friendly and comfortable with each other. And so, but again, I think that's something, I don't know, that takes time to change. It's not going to be like, yeah. hey,
2: <laughs> like. So part of me <laughs> thinks that the answer is that whenever there's a new person, yeah. you assign like an an OG member just to, like... shepherd, Just get their information. Call, like, hey, yeah. what are you doing on Saturday? <laughs> like, Which is just kind a of weird... Pest- <laughs> it's so creepy, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But you just keep pestering them with, yeah. like, requests until they're finally <laughs> relent, and then yeah. they're like, oh, they, yeah. they want me. Yeah, yeah, true. There's some merit to that, actually, but... Well, that's how
0: you guys started, right? <laughs> I feel like that's how horror movies start, too. Yeah, though. yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> true. If, you know, because it takes a lot to commit to making a film. I mean, because it's not an easy road and you're going to have a lot of roadblocks. So you have to work with a lot of people, some people you like, some people you don't. Um, so you're really just going to have to um, be the person, the proactive person that's going to do it and get it done. Yeah. So coming to the meetings and sticking with the meetings and helping other people accomplish their goals as well is going to help you eventually accomplish yours.
2: Yep. So, my, my suggestion would be to find someone with a nice face, come to a meeting, find someone with a nice face, and be like, hey, I'm super shy. Yep. Take me under your wing. Yeah. And I guarantee you they will be like, yes. That's neither, yeah. that's neither of us. <laughs> that, that's how I was, though. <laughs> I,
0: I had a lot of social anxiety when I first joined because I'm the type of person that really likes comfort, obvi- or not obviously, but that's what I like. And so coming here, it was like, oh, my God, I don't know anyone. And not really, I mean, I kind of knew people a little bit, but even that was, um, sorry, even that was hard to kind of be like, all right,
3: no, just keep going, and then you get to know people, and then it's cool. Misa, did you have something to say? Yeah, my experience uh, was the same. Uh, so I'm usually, like, I'm more like a kind of an introvert, I moved here like seven years ago, so for me, everything was different, so... My group of filmmakers back where I come from, Puerto Rico, is different. Uh, so when I came here, it's a, so it was like, a, "Who are these people?" So, mm-hmm. but I decided to stick around, and that's totally outside of my comfort zone. Yeah. Uh, so I decided to stick around, take some challenges, like uh, being a DP at the competition. I remember that. I remember Nate and Brandon being a little bit scared because it's like a, a too, Capable of doing that it's like okay, <laughs> so uh, I invite people just to get a little bit out of the comfort zone, stick around mm-hmm. stop is the stuff is not going to happen yeah. the, at the first meeting mm-hmm. it's gonna take some time to know people. it's gonna take some time to see where you fit, but we need groups like this mm-hmm. uh I'm pretty sure I can say. Since this group uh, was founded, there's a way lot more more work, more video work, more film work here in the South Zone. I don't have uh, statistics or de- uh, data to say this is because of the OFC, but I'm pretty sure we are part of that mm-hmm. uh, increase in video projects around, on um, film projects or film go coming down to this area to do some shots or scenes or this kind of stuff yeah so yeah
2: i remember when you reached out to me leo on email and we were just like hey i'm looking to get into dp mm, mm, mm. and i really i felt like I, I i read that email and i was like here's a guy he's putting himself out there he's looking for advice like how would i not take this seriously and try to find any opportunity whatsoever for this person to meet success because yeah. I wish I had someone like that with me. Yeah. Right. I never found a mentor. I never found someone that would take me under their wing and say like, Hey kid, you're doing it wrong or this is the way you're doing it or kid you need to talk to this person and not act like a little like
0: that you turn into a 1950s yeah noir investigator
2: well that that's like that's who my 50. that's who my mentor kid. would be it'd be from the 1950s like hey he takes the cigar his mouth, and you're like, let me tell you the real thing kid <laughs> yeah.
0: But, no yeah and i remember that and i actually that's what pushed me to uh push for dp on the uh, the the last 253 pro- project um so thank you And
2: you did amazing.
0: Well. I made a big mistake. But for the most part.
2: (laughs) I think it's a general rule or
1: you can count on people. Yeah. Like I've heard it many times over that you just have to ask for help and people are more than willing to help you.
2: And the people you count on don't respond to your email, so you know right away. Yeah. 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 So But I don't think there's many people in the O C that wouldn't respond to requests for help. No, yeah. I feel
0: like most people are very friendly if you put yourself out there and let them know that maybe you need some advice or some help with something. People are very, very responsive and and, and
1: helpful. There is, I mean, I don't know if this, I mean, but I mean, in reality, in reality, how much of that, I mean, there are, there are all types of people that we're inviting to the collective, right? Yeah. Um, They're complete novices. They're pros um and they they come in and talk and and you know about what their needs are according to like there are some people that want to just learn like they have no clue what's going on and just want to be around which is completely fine because learning by doing is the best way to to do this definitely um they're professionals you know um who've done some amazing things and we'd love to have more of you we'd love to have more of you present and be able to just share your wisdom um, you know, maybe let us, you know, teach us something. Um, those are, we're always looking for, um, sort of, uh guests artists to, to come speak to us and, and, and let us know how they did it. Um, those are always, uh, affirming. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but, you know, whatever it is, you know, just bring yourself, bring a your good attitude and bring your willingness to work. And, uh, you know, I think you will be very successful here in the collective. Should we end with like,
2: it works if you work it and we all are worth it"? Sometimes I feel like these are like AA meetings. <laughs> okay. Um,
0: do you guys want to uh, say anything for people like upcoming events or anything people can look forward to or
2: something you want to advertise? So uh, there's the intro to Adobe Premiere class that I'll be teaching on uh, Thursday the twenty fourth from six to eight pm, as well as Thursday the thirty first from six to eight pm. Uh, it's thirty dollars for basically a four hour class, and and I'll, I'm going to go through kind of the basics of Premiere that will allow you to, you know, edit a short film. Um, you're not going to be an expert, but you'll definitely know how to use the program and be able to advance from there. Uh, and then I would say that the studio committee is looking to start scheduling out its two thousand nineteen projects. So if you have a A short film that you'd like to make uh, that in a studio environment, uh, this is kind of the perfect opportunity for that. We try to keep this, you know, the basics, right? Not like a ton of prop or set design. Mostly we we like to focus on working with actors, uh, maybe a few camera like tests or something, camera options, but something that you can get a nice finished project in four hours or less. Uh, So we're doing that.
1: The next studio um, is February 2nd at TC media and uh at 10 a.m
2: yeah we're recreating a scene brendan thompson will be directing a scene from finding nemo (laughs) Um, so we got some actors on board and we're looking forward to this should be fun yeah um in april our 72 hour film festival Mm -hmm. competition will begin Uh, so we'll be looking for cast and crew for that that's always exhausting but a great way to kind of force yourself to meet people It's a lot of fun. Mm
1: -hmm. And there's been, at the last general meeting, we talked about having more than one team this year uh, because it seems a lot of people liked having uh, more responsibility, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) And it's kind of fun. I mean, if everybody can participate, like hands-on, that's kind of what we want. So if you're interested in taking part in the uh, 72-hour film competition, let us know so we can kind of get a head count, and that way we know how many people uh, we have and how many teams we can
2: build. Lastly, as Jeff mentioned earlier, there is a couple of script competitions that we're going to be developing shortly uh, to kind of find some projects for uh, upcoming productions. Uh, so keep posted on our Facebook page for that. Yeah, uh, We have two pages. We have one, the Olympia Film Collective page, and then we also have a private group, which is a great – it's probably the best resource the Olympia Collective has for local filmmakers mm-hmm. in terms of reaching out to other people for resources, uh, opportunities, or information.
1: Okay, And also um, – Recently, um, OFC has required some equipment, um, mm. including sound field audio equipment uh, for capturing on location um, shoots. Um, so we will be having um, the opportunity for you as a member of the collective to um, uh, rent that. Um, so look forward uh, you know, to hear from us in the future about how to do that. Hopefully we'll be getting that organized
2: very soon. And if you're just looking for snacks on a Sunday, uh, (laughs) open OSC is usually every Sunday from 2 to 5 p.m. There is access to computers with Adobe Creative Cloud if you want to use those. Uh, A lot of short films are watched and snacks are eaten. If you
1: you need to get a hold of us, uh, email us at info at olifilm.com. I-N-F-O at O-L-Y-F-I-L-M dot com.
0: And real quick at olifilm, uh, dot com is the website and there's a calendar um, that shows if you want to meet up for the screenwriters group, the document, uh, the documentary group, um, the, um, the actor studio hasn't started yet, I don't think. And then there's the production committee, the marketing committee, the studio committee. These are things I think that are open to the public, right? Or people to come and at least, I don't know, come to the general meetings. Um, which is the second Sunday of every month. Um, And also just one more thing on the open, the open hours every Sunday from two to five is a lot of people come in and they're kind of a little bit more quiet. And usually I'm there every week. So they'll just chat with me and we'll talk about kind of who they are and what they want to be a part of. And it's a little bit more, I think low stakes than the general committee meeting. So if that, Kind of wants to be if if you want something a little bit less intimidating and you're more you're better on one on ones um, yeah just come in chat with me hang out we can play some board games
1: or watch some shorts or just I came for a board talk. game last Sunday. there was no board games <laughs> yeah, I brought them but no one only wanted to switch, play huh? yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I might bait
0: and switch I'm sorry but I'll be there I'll be friendly I'll be smiling um but yeah and misa you want to say anything. You're working on After Effects, though, for the future.
3: Yeah, for the future, probably uh, we're gonna we're gonna try to put together another workshop, like, but for with motion graphics, uh, focus of course in After Effects and including that with Premiere, uh, that will be announced on the webpage and on Facebook as well. Awesome. Let me just point
2: out that uh, these classes are taught by. <clears throat> actual college professors so the value that you are receiving for this information is extraordinary (laughs) yeah
0: yeah yeah these are people who do it for a living
1: and uh, if you ever want to learn something uh, maybe somebody else also wants to learn that same thing so mention it to us in our email email or on our facebook page and we will follow up
0: awesome all right that is it for the olympia film podcast
1: thanks